Hey, Adam. Yeah. Do you remember Orange Crush Soda? I loved Orange Crush, especially on like float trips. Yeah, float trips. Why did you change up your accent there? Float trips. <laughs> I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today's episode is sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com and check out all of our courses. Uh, we have our new piano access pass, which has become our most popular membership. It yeah. gets you every piano course we have and any piano course we make as long as you're a member. And there's a lot of piano courses coming out. Um, so you really can't go wrong. It's for all skill levels. And it will take you uh, where you need to go. Yep. And it's available as a gift, as are, are all of our courses. And I know a lot of people are reticent to get a online course as a gift because they're not sure about the level. But the Piano Access Pass solves that. But they also feel like, oh, it's lazy because it's not a physical object I'm giving to them. But let's be honest. If you go to Amazon and you order something, you still aren't, it's still all virtual. They're doing the delivering and stuff. Yeah. So we're doing the delivering. We're saving the planet. Yeah. Although we do have physical workbooks that are on recycled paper i believe okay I hope so <laughs> no but we if you if you want a physical product a lot of our many of our courses come don't come with but you can get a workbook if you're interested in those that are as also well, very popular so fun. we uh so i changed my accent because we were we used to float down in lesterville Ooh, i floated i floated in lesterville yeah before. on the uh, on the black river yeah black i've been and, on the uh, current but you know what i realized yeah. we sometimes would do orange crush soda yeah but oftentimes we would do what do you know about whistle Whistle, no. Remember Vess's Whistle Soda? Well, I remember soda? Vess, which had a number of different flavors, But right? Vess had their orange soda was called Whistle, and they oh, had this okay. really interesting orange and blue can that nice. said Thirsty, Just Whistle. Just Whistle. Or oh, I remember the Vess Purple. I don't know if purple is a flavor. It was, was not. I, but I, it by was, law, they couldn't call it plum yeah. because there was no plums in it. Remember, there was like Vest Strawberry. There was a whole bunch of different sodas. I want to say those things, they definitely were 25 cents. I remember they that. They were cheaper. And there might have been less even at some point. And just cola. Remember just cola. Cola. It just <laughs> like cola. <laughs> yeah. Not Coca-Cola. Vest Cola. Not Pepsi Cola. Just so. And it didn't even say Vest Cola. It just said cola. cola. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good stuff. So why are we talking about crushing orange? Oh, we're talking about how to crush it. On every solo. I was just at the gym earlier today, and I was crushing my quads. <laughs> it's so funny that we're like, I mean, playing a great jazz solo is so like against... It's crush it, man. so anti-crushing. That's why we put it together, though. I know. Because we have a crush on Andrew, jazz. Andrew, put like a bodybuilder thumbnail on this one on YouTube, okay? <laughs> I don't think they take thumbnails, but maybe. Oh, YouTube. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, cool. Okay, so we're going to talk about how to crush it. By crush it, what we mean is... I was thinking podcast. No, that's that banter that we're so good at. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> By uh, crush it, we mean we mean um, play an effective solo. Really, I mean, all joking aside, this is about like how to succeed, whatever it is you want to succeed. But I mean, success is different for different tunes, different solos, different parts of the set. Yeah, but it's like how to effectively communicate something, some kind of emotion, some kind of story to the audience. I think that's what crushing a solo is. You may think differently, but that's that's what I'm thinking. No, I I totally agree with that. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so let's start. Number one, listen. Because it's always number one. <laughs> it's always number one. No, you were talking earlier. We need some of that one of those bots that every time we make a list for you'll hear it. It's just number one is always listen, and That's the number right. eight is always bonus. And That's right. Somewhere in there we say something. Practice. Yeah. Get dogmatic. Yeah. 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 So listen. How does this relate to crushing on every solo? Um, various times to listen. Of course, always listen. But especially at 
I don't know. What would you say? For me, I think maybe the beginning of the solo could be the most important time to listen. I mean, there's you can make a case that any point during the solo is an important time to listen. And actually, as you're sort of... Ooh, before your solo, you should already be listening. I mean, you should be listening the whole time. You know what? If you're starting to listen at the beginning of your solo, you're too late. I totally agree. Yeah. And there's for me, like listening is it's a way to do a bunch of different things at once. First of all, you're going to be able to get the texture of what's happening around you and fit in there. Secondly, you're going to be able to really get in the groove. You can't get in the groove with the other musicians you're playing with to really lay in the pocket with them unless yep. you're listening intently to them. You yes. know what I mean? You all have to be on that same wavelength. And then thirdly, you know, as we improvise our solos, there's so much information that you can get from what's happening around you to pull out. I mean, I heard earlier this year, I heard Melissa Aldana's band with... Uh, uh, Sam Harris on piano and Tommy yeah. Crane on on drums. I forget who was on bass, but I noticed how much of that band they were they were so listening to each other and pulling things from each other at all times, like to where it would just swirl around. Something Melissa would play would kind of be hinted at later in the piano and the drums. It was yeah. like always happening, and they were so in like in tune. It made for an amazing experience. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if you can, you know, different times, different ways. If you almost think like that, if you're in the basketball point guard mentality, that's a great soloist. Like you're listening. I mean, with more vision with that, but it's like you're seeing the whole court. You're seeing before things happening. You're seeing things already happening. You're anticipating. You're three steps ahead and three steps behind at the same time. Um, I don't know what I'm saying, but no, you know it's true. Saying. It's yeah. it, you have to be engaged. Good. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, next idea for how to crush it. How to crush it on every solo. Come on. Um, Start with a strong opening statement. A great jazz solo is not unlike a successfully adjudicated court case, right? You got to prosecute a lot of court cases. I did, you know. Bam, a great solo is like, you know, um, guilty as charged. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we want to come out of the gate with a strong opening statement. That does not mean you have to come out yelling. It does not mean it has to be loud or yep. the the in fact that usually is not the way to start it. For sure. There may be some situations. Strong they, you know, just strong just means appropriate appropriately strong for the situation. But something that gets the listener's attention in a positive way. Not like I'm Okay, now I've got your attention. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there might be an occasional time. You want to come in jabbing. You want to come in, yeah. Okay. Do something to engage the listener like you'd engage your your opponent. Um, and get the party started in the right way though, you know. Number three, uh, Confidence is key, yes. I find. Anytime I see someone who is not confident take a solo or really do anything, I'm totally taken out of it. And, yeah. and they've lost me because I don't believe that they believe what they're doing. Yes. And that's not cool. Like, not and that's cool. just not going to connect with anybody. So no bueno on that. Wrong and strong. That's no, right. <laughs> but honestly, like whatever you do, come at it with, you are the authority in that moment not on what is going on. You are the authority on your playing. Right. And so you shouldn't give a rat's ass about what's happening outside of the the bandstand sorry what a strange no I, I, it's <laughs> correct and it's you I'm like, what a strange statement though rat i mean comparing something to it why do we do that I, just, I guess it's because it's worthless it's the most <laughs> worthless thing you can be as a rat's ass we had a pet sorry to to um no, please. go dark a little the bit old we, granddad <laughs> is flowing we had a pet rat r.i.p fiona for many years in did our really? home, we did. My daughter had a pet rat, and we cared about that did rat's like ass. We cared about her rat's ass. <laughs> I cared a great deal about that rat's ass. <laughs> yeah, but now this was not a street rat. Let me just explain that. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Shout out to all our street rats. <laughs> Where my street rat at? No, it was. This is what we would call in the business of. <laughs> 
Not you. Andrew lost it. Now you're losing it. This was a fancy rat. That's what it's called. That's the scientific name for it. Fancy rat. Yeah. And there, I don't know if you know about There's a street rat, fancy rat, and hairless rat. Those things are scary AF. <laughs> Stay away from that. But this was a fancy rat, and we cared about its rat's ass. Let's move on. We're losing it here. Okay. So uh, see how confident he was in that story. <laughs> That's how confident you need to be in your play. Confidence is king, uh, and cockiness is key. No, no, no. Okay. Cool. Uh, next, we have don't play too much. So this, uh, you know, to crush a solo, you cannot play too much. And you might think, well, John Coltrane crushed it on giant steps. He didn't play too much. He didn't play too much. He did not actually. play. He had a lot to say. Yeah. So unless you got as much to say as John Coltrane is, don't play as much as him. But that was the thing with that solo, and it wasn't like that on every single solo he played on that album. But he, that was his statement for that particular solo. You that's know what right. I mean? And that has to, it has to, and that's listen and you know fitting in with your surroundings for sure. And he was very confident, but not cocky for sure. Um, and then next after that, after not playing too much, don't play too little. Like, yeah. So we got you boxed in now. <laughs> so see? I think of Amon Jamal and I think of minimalist uh, improvisers. Oh, you thought he played too. Little, no, I don't think he plays too little. I think he plays just the right amount That's for right. his thing. Not too much, not too little. But you hear cats try to imitate that, and they go a little too yeah. far. That's right. So, yeah, exactly. Don't t- yeah, Keep it appropriate to what's happening in the moment, what you're playing is, what your story is. Never, I mean, like, listen to Amajimal for his voicings, for his taste, for his swing, for his virtuosic piano, all that stuff. Learn all that. But don't say, like, oh, I'm a minimalist, like, uh, Amajimal got rid of all my possessions so I can swing like Amaj. No bueno, you know. Um, the same way you don't don't just overplay and be like, well, John Coltrane did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Next. Oh, I love this one. Can I steal it? No, yeah, you, you, got you, it. you, you got put it. it. No, you got it. Get in and get out. Get in and get out. That's right. And I think that that means, you know, look. Usually it's going to be played less. Less is more. Um. But but sometimes it's you know get in you get get in and stay for the right amount of time and then get out. Yeah. You know what you probably don't need to do play that next chorus that's right you probably don't need to just think back how many times have you been like "Ooh, i stopped my solo too short now some people think that because they're like they haven't played what they want to play yet so that's what keeps them going yeah. they're not thinking of the totality of the performance they're thinking about themselves like i want to get to this or i want the audience to respond in a certain way so they keep playing until they get to that pinnacle no i mean if you miss the chance you got to get in and get out i mean think about some of the best shows you've been to and it's there for me i think about how the performers set up the expectations with the amount of choruses and usually yeah. there's way less than i hear on a typical like local ass gig Sorry, I'm adding ass to everything. I know, man. You just we're gonna be beeping this thing out. Although I think that that's allowed, man. I heard a yeah, there's a lot of stuff. We were saying around. hell the other week. Oh my god, watch it, heck. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, get in and get out. Oh, okay. This next one, can I take this one too? You got it. Okay, uh, innovate. Sure. So this can be subtle. It can be medium. It can be big. But do something new. Don't like. If you're playing giant steps, even if you can play train solo, don't just play that. Yes, it's great, mm-hmm. but that's not very innovative. He did that, you know, 45, 50, 60 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, it doesn't take anything away from it, but people are coming, believe it or not, people are coming to hear you play on giant steps. Little old you. Yeah. And so do something innovative. Like, yeah. and, and sometimes just the more we focus on being ourselves, that's how we stumble upon a little bit of innovation. You don't want to force the innovation, mm-hmm. but you want to do something new. This music needs to continue to grow in Europe. You, 
the royal you is a part of that. So don't be afraid to innovate. All right, can I do your next one here? Yeah. Because I'm going to expand on it. Okay. You have Smile. <laughs> it's showbiz. Well, that was a little internal reminder, but But that's thanks. good because you, but you are a very, uh, you're a smiley performer and you are a very, you know, uh, uh, personable. Are you calling me a big guy because I'm fat? Or no, I'm... <laughs> no, you're a very personable guy and you're very engaged with your audience. But some people, that's not their natural personality. Yeah. So I'm just going to put a caveat uh, to set a mood. So yeah. if you are a tortured artist type, then Brad Meldow. <laughs> enhance that a little like yeah. like make that part of yeah. the mood of what the gig is and your audience will go there with you that's, that's right. the thing if you're Christian McBride and you're like yeah. hey everybody I'm here to tell my stories and like have a great time you're Robert Glasper and you're telling jokes yeah. you're super funny keep it authentic keep it authentic Absolutely. that's right I love that and that's that's right and I, yeah I shouldn't just said smile smile if you know what it is it's like whatever your emotion is uh, and I think even the most tortured artist type also goes to smiling and to torture or whatever. Like, have it match how you feel. Like, don't be afraid to physically manifest what it is that you're doing, which might be nothing for you. That's fine, too. This doesn't have to be for everybody. Word. But it is showbiz. And, I mean, I know for us, we're musicians. We know a lot of this stuff. But when you go see someone and they're just, like, stone-faced the whole time, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just a little bit boring. And it doesn't – if they're good – it doesn't match what you're hearing, and so it's kind of awkward. It doesn't take anything away. I'm not saying, like, if you hear a recording, that, yeah, you know, if there's no video. But it's a live performance. It's like you're being seen. And it goes with our—we haven't been dogmatic enough about some poor attire. We're, we're going to have to do an, an episode on that. Yes, jazz musicians can be We're not going to go totally Wint Marsalis, but we're not, you know, the cargo shorts and, and ripped-up shirts and stuff. Come on. Come on, man. man. You know? And, they, and especially if you're playing really good, it's just—it's not about you have to be in a tuxedo— Oscar Peterson trio like it's 1956, but, you know, have something just... Set a vibe. Set a vibe For because sure. you're setting a vibe with the music. Let it match so that you don't notice, so that it just seems natural. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that's the same with how no, you physically look. Like, doesn't someone like Brian Blade kind of dress how he plays, right? Exactly. Like, eclectic. He's and, a perfect example. You know what I mean? Or yeah. Ron Miles is, like, super sleek. And, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think about those guys. Yeah. yeah. And you, like, you're playing a blues gig tonight because you love the blues and you're wearing a blues hat. So you're very matching. This is my, this is my tipping hat. Tipping, that's that right. That's what I want to tip. <laughs> when you're the champions, you can tip. Uh, good. Um, and then our last one. Is this a joke? Kind yes. of. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're like, you were thinking about it. You're like, eh. Maybe. I mean, I've done it before. Okay, so this, just as a reminder, how to crush it on every solo, that we, we nailed that. But if all else fails, what should one do? Create a distraction. <laughs> how would one do that? Well, you could throw a pint glass across the room and then run out the front door. But they, well, you'd have to run out because I think they'd notice. Right. Uh, you could blame somebody on stage for your poor performance <laughs> or blame the sound man or be like, well, I can't hear or, you know, there's all different ways to, to create a distraction. Yeah. But hopefully you will have listened to our one, two, three, four, five. I mean, our countless ways before, so you don't have to do that. You can, but we see this. You know what horn players often do is they're oh, like, they're oh, like check the equipment. Their horn and like, equipment uh, malfunction. That's a classic distraction. For sure. Don't be that guy or gal. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. All right, good. That was fun, man. Um, this is good for the new year, I think, for everybody. We want to crush it on every solo. And all jokes aside, we're not crushing it in, a, in an ostentatious way. We're, we're, we're crushing just, it. Crush yeah, it's no, it's not about that. It's about you know playing good music and crushing it. And we Blasting hope for that for pecs. all you guys. Yeah, we hope for that for everybody for a happy new year to uh, crush it, man. Crush your solos. And until tomorrow, you'll hear it. <laughs>